and we are one church in two locations. Um, presently, our headquarters are in Rochester, New York. The address of this is 1119 Joseph Avenue, Rochester, New York, 14621. Our presiding bishop, Bishop Samuel White um, Jr., he is our senior pastor up there, and um, the church phone number is 585-270-4861. You may want to call them to find, get more information about the church services and whatever ministry they have to offer you. Um, our next location is in the central Georgia area, Midville, Georgia, 304 Murphy Street. That's 304 Murphy Street, Midville, Georgia, 30441. And our phone number contacts, 478 206 um, You can call that number also for information about our services and service time. Um, and uh, we also want to remind you, those of you that are in the central Georgia area, remind you of an upcoming event, um, which is our pre-Mother's Day program, pre-Mother's Day program, and it will be Hosted by, presented by the Robinson Grove Missionary Baptist Church on Highway 56 in Midville, Georgia. And um, featuring that would be our presiding bishop, Bishop Samuel White, Jr., along with the Faith Chapel Praise and Worship Singers. Um, also featuring on that program would be the Gospel Tunes out of Midville, Georgia. And the Resurrection Gospel Singers out of Millen, Georgia. That program starts at 3 p.m. Um, that's Saturday, May 7th, Saturday, May 7th, 3 p.m. at the Robinson Grove Missionary Baptist Church in Midville, Georgia, Highway 56. Again, we would um, appreciate your attendance and look forward and seeing your face in the place. Okay, um, let us... Um, prepare ourselves, our mind mentally for the teaching of the word tonight. Um, <clears throat> there are several points I'm sure that you would agree that, and I hope in reading the scripture or reading the text these past few days that you would pull out what I'm going to say or you would uh, happen to actually um, be acquainted with what I'm saying. Um let us pick up from where we left off. Um, we actually um, stopped in verse, we did verses 1 and 2, just kind of browse through it, but we're going to go in depth with it tonight. And uh, hopefully we could, this just a few more verses, we could kind of finish this chapter. So next week we will start on chapter 4, um, hopefully. So let's try to walk through it fast, but yet, pay attention to what we're doing, okay? And sometime I may read from the NIV writing um, and or sometime from the um, Amplified, but if it create a problem, I would go to the King James. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, and it says, Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, My daughter, shall I not seek rest for thee? that it may be well with thee. And now is not Boaz of our king, kindred, with whose 
maidens thou was behold, he winneth barley in tonight in the threshing floor. Um, if you remember on Monday night, I've given you three um, words that we will be focusing on in this chapter. The first one is what? What is it? Uh, I'm sure you all remember that. Um, um, evangelist, what are those three words? Are you are you talking about um, refining um, rest and rewards? Uh, those are the three words I'm talking about. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So we those are the two three words I'm talking about. So, and remember, there are three stages in what we're studying. We're studying, but the process the Lord used to bring us closer to Him. And also um, what the true rest of God is and about fruits of good character in the Christian life. So um, from refining, refining, rest, and rewards, uh-huh. we should see um, the, what the process is to get our um, reward. We should see what true rest is after we don't struggle. That's the refining part. And then we'll understand the outcome of it, what's the ref- what the fruits and the labor should be. Okay. So um, when we pick up here in Chapter 3, um, um, Chapter 3 starts with um, the next step drawing us um, to a closer walk with God or a closer relationship with the Lord. Um, Ruth had known the provision of Boaz, and even if you remember when Boaz said to her that, um, she sought refuge under the wings of God. Um, she now has two. Um, she has two things in common that we should have today. One, um, provision. Two, um, refuge. Um, think about provision and refuge. And when we look at Ruth and we look at um, this text, we must picture Jesus. We must picture Jesus in the background. Um, don't just read it or study it for a, a novel or a story, but read it and study it to see the Lord Jesus Christ, okay, to see Jesus in it. So, again, Ruth had the provision of Boaz, and she sought refuge under the wings of God, okay? Um, we have also seen her working in Boaz's field, and we've seen his good commitment towards her, um, and she he, she was gracious for it or kind of um, happy about it happening, okay? Um, but Naomi had a greater vision for Ruth. There was another level for Ruth. Um, what, you, what, what you get out of this is not to settle for just um, the beginning of something. Appreciate the beginning. Um, be gracious for it, but know that there are other levels that you ought to go in life. And this is the lesson here. Don't get settled in church to say, oh, I am settling down. God did not call you to settle down in church. God called you to grow up into church, not to settle down in it, but to grow up. And the word settle down I'm talking about, I'm not talking about being from church hopping, church hopping, but I'm talking about being comfortable in church and relaxed in church where there is no more order in your life, there's no more discipline in your life, there's no reference to God's house, there's no reference to his in prayer. You remember there are times when we go in prayer, I don't know if you remember, we're coming along many, many, many years ago, 
um, mothers never would pray without um, um, veiling themselves. They would always put a, a veil, cover themselves. They would reverence that. They reverence God. They, it was something of a prayer in the presence of God. Um, man would not um, put hat on his head, you know. A man would not put a hat on his head when he's in the house of the Lord. And just, just that, just that reverence stuff, you know. Now these days, I've seen um, apostles and bishops with hats on their head and say that's a part of their uniform. You know? Oh wow! Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I've, I've seen they call themselves from the the, um, the archbishops and uh, and the and the chief apostles and stuff. And you know, they get these crown on their head or these arch on their head. I think that is so satanic and so idiotic, you know. Um, and then also, I've seen. Um, um, renowned women of God who had walked close with God in years and years, and I, I'm using this word. I hope it doesn't offend you. And if it does, charge it to my to my head. You know, um, don't don't charge it too much to my heart. There were women of God who teaches against um, women wearing slacks in pants in in church, slacks uh-huh. in church. Amen. And but now these days, I see pastors wearing slacks in church. Uh, women, uh-huh. that's the women. Uh-huh. And um, so where is the standard? You, we become to relax in church, and that's what I am saying. Don't settle down in church. God called us to grow up in the church, grow up in our character, grow up in our discipline, and infuse yourself in God. Intensify your relationship with God. And um, you will find out that Ruth here, um, she, this little um, pagan girl, this girl from, from Mob, she 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 didn't have much training like others would have, but she had the the amount of training that Million gave her and her mother in law gave her, mm-hmm. she really took it to heart and she walked with mm-hmm. it. Um should not we learn how to take um our Sunday school lessons and apply it to our lives? Yeah. Our, our yeah. Bible study and apply it to our lives instead of yeah. instead mm-hmm. of having Sunday school and and when we walk out of Sunday, we forget everything about what we learned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but that's that's happening in the body of Christ. And let me bring it closer, not just the body of Christ, because the body of Christ is large all over the world. It's happening right among us. Yes. Okay. We we actually go into Sunday school, we go into Bible study, mm-hmm. and um, right then and then we're excited, we're motivated. Okay, and after Bible study is over, about an hour later, what did the pastor um, teach about it? And, oh, he was talking about, you know, um, man, it was so good, and you never get to what he was talking about. Okay, because you, <laughs> okay, the point I'm trying to make here is that when you settle down in church, you have a tendency of becoming too relaxed. Um, the Bible says you ought to watch as well as pray. Don't only pray, but you have to be alert in watching. Uh-huh. So after you get through praying, you have to now be watchful, okay, alert in what you're doing. Make sure that your walk with God is being solidified by the Holy Spirit. So when we look here at Ruth, we uh, I'm sorry, Naomi, she had a greater vision for Ruth. Okay, um, um, she she knows that going in the field was one thing, but uh, uh, she saw something better um, for her um, than just being, than working in the fields of Boaz's field. Um, she could actually see 
Ruth being fully redeemed and loved and honored as a wife. Um, so Naomi became what we call a matchmaker, okay? Um, but um, it wasn't going to be easy. It, 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 in your life, in your life, listen to me, saints of God, in your life, um, getting what you want ain't going to be easy all the time. Sometimes it calls for great pain and, and great um, suffering, and but when you get it, you will appreciate it. Appreciate, yes. You will appreciate it. Um, it's like it's like a mother um, um, pregnant with a, with a child, um, and for nine months, nine months she carried that child, and on the day of of on the eve of delivery, when those pains start to hate to hit her, um, everything about her probably would change. She she you know she wanted to change her mind, but it's too late. To give, she got to give birth. Um, but as soon as she sees the face of her baby, all of the pain is gone. Just seeing the face of her baby takes away the pain. The pain is still there, but now she's not focused on the face of her baby. That's what ministry is like. There is pain. There is there is burdens. There. But when when that when that ministry come forth, when when that which you put forth deacons and 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 women of God and men of God, would you when you would when you implement something in service or in in a meeting and you put it forth, it's not going to be easy all the time. Coming, you're going to have to work at it. You're going to have to labor for it. There's going to be some struggle. There's going to be some sweat. There's going to be some disappointments. There's going to be some people turning the back, some people giving up on you, but you're going to have to keep pushing because if God had given you the idea, if God had given you the vision, if God had given you the the the, the go-ahead to do it, believe you me, he will see you through. He will see you through. So I let me encourage you that are, are here tonight and listen to me. If there is something that you put your hands to do and you find it, a little difficulty in it right now. I am encouraging you not to give up. Weather the storm. Go through what you're going through. You will receive a reward at the end. This is your threshing floor. This is your refining time. You're refining. You you have to be refined. You have to be proven. You have to be broken. You have to be you have to be built back up. And then you can receive. So I, I want to encourage you. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't 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 allow the enemy to to play tricks with your mind. Uh, Always have a spirit of prayer. Don't let fear get into it. Don't let fear and and negative thoughts get into it. Because fear and negative thoughts really short circuit your prayer life, and it interfere with. Receiving your good from God, okay, okay. Um, um. So I'm gonna say that again. Fear and negative thoughts it short circuit your relationship, your prayer, and it interfere with you receiving whatever good you're supposed to receive from the Lord. And I pray to God that you understand that, okay. Um. So so allow yourself to be positive. Allow yourself to be um confident. Build up confidence in God. Um, find scriptures in the past 
with God have done great things for men and women of the Bible and repose on those things, rely upon those uh-huh. things. See those things as an example for you to go by, okay? Uh, don't settle for just the beginning. Don't settle for just the start of point, okay? God has more for you. God has greater things for you. And you, if you don't know that by now, you should have known it by now. So, so here, Ruth, Naomi know that there was something greater. She, she, she was thinking beyond the field. She was thinking about the redemption, to be redeemed. God has more for us. He has, yes, he saved us by his grace, okay? He shed his blood for us, but he has more for us. He has more for us. We don't, don't just take the down payments. The, the down payment is only solidifying that you are there, but you also can own the house. Ah. You can own the house. Don't just get down payment on own the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so now um let's go to let's finish this. It's and Naomi, um and now where am I? Verse number two. Verse mm-hmm. number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, read verse number two for me, please. And now, and now and oh, now it's not that, so as everybody's wanting to read now. I like that. Go ahead. <laughs> And now is not Boaz of our kindred, with whose maidens thou were? Behold, he winnows barley tonight in the threshing floor. Okay. Okay. Now, um, the threshing floor is, is all about, like, separating, okay? It's like the separating the true um, from the false. In the, mm-hmm. When we say the threshing floor of God, it is a meeting place of God. It's where we go to meet God and to be made, to be broken. It is not a place of comfort. It's on the floor. If you compare it with your bed, with your bedroom, if you have tiles in your bedroom and not carpet, um, you prefer laying in your bed than on the tiles. But so I'm trying to make a comparison here. The okay. threshing floor is a, a, is, a, is about separating the true wheat. Or the, or the grain from the chaff. Um, um, this is a process that was used in the New Testament, okay? Um, example in Matthew um, chapter 3, verse 12, where it says that, um, and um, if you would take a minute to turn there, it would be good for you to read that. Um, Matthew chapter 3 and verse 12, um, person finally can read, and I did. And it says, um, whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor, okay, and gather his wheat, okay, into the garner. But he will he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. So mm. this year, this year is this year is your life, okay? There are things in your life that will be separated on the floor. Okay, when you get on that floor before God, okay, there, there's a process. I told you like, on the other night. There's a process that you go through. God has to refine you. God has to have to clean you up. You have to be. That's why she said to us, wash yourself. You've got to be washed. You've got to be cleansed. You, God is not going to use you in his service or in his ministry just because you are talented. But if you are 
but you, if you have a life that is dedicated to God and committed to God and willing to stay on the floor before the face of, on your face before God at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ, okay, if you're willing to stay on your face in the, in that room, you will you will gain the field. You will gain the the redeemer. You will be a part of the family of God. But it is a process. Amen. It, it is not an overnight thing. Don't give up because it seems like this Sunday, oh, someone preached that I really didn't want to hear preached. Then you have a problem. Okay. Then it, it's not about it's not about the word of God anymore. Amen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a problem if someone is ministering the word of God. Even if a rooster is crowing, you ought to listen to that rooster. Amen. If it is the Amen. Okay. Amen. You, can't, you can't take someone else and say, well, I don't want this person because, you know, I don't mm-hmm. get along with this person and mm-hmm. I don't think this. No. Mm-hmm. The devil mm-hmm. is a liar. Okay. Amen. Yes, he is. You, you, you ought to accept the word of God for the word of God. Okay. Yes. It's, it's, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about the other. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That I will build my church. It ain't my church. It ain't your church. It ain't your mm-hmm. word. It ain't your ministry. It, it is God's word. Amen, yeah. somebody. Amen. 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 Let me slow down. I find myself, I find myself getting excited this time. <laughs> Take a deep right. breath and slow down. Amen. <laughs> okay. Apostle, but, but, yes. If I could chime in, you're talking about the threshing floor. And God having to refine you. Um, I believe in the beginning of every Christian walk, um, uh, it's, it's a struggle. Um, and it's because you're learning, because you knew who you were before Christ, but now you have to learn who you are in Christ. So you're struggling with some things and letting some things go. And that's why I believe that the, the, the dressing floor is such a But I believe, because I believe that, can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Amen. I hear him now. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I have some problems with my phone. Um, the threshing floor is is the best place to be because you will never get to where God wants you to be until you've gone through some things. Amen. And I believe that when you. I believe that when you're going through the fire, you're being reformed into what God wants you to be now because you've been who you wanted to be all your life. But now that you're coming to God, now you're saying, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. So when you're going through the fire, just know that it's not to burn you, but it's to get and scrape off the impurities. I believe it's um, Proverbs 17 and 3 says, the finer pot is for silver. Uh, the fire for gold, but God tries the heart. Some things that God allow us to go through in order to um, shape us and to mold us into who he wants us to be and not who we want to be. So the Bible says, despise not a small, a small beginning. When you're going through, even though it hurts, even though you try some things and it seems like they failed, even if it seems like um, nobody's listening to you, just know that when you're doing what God wants you to do and you're doing his will, that you're getting to where he wants you to be and that you don't have to be discouraged, but just know and have faith in God that he's taking you exactly where you're asking him to take you and even further than that. Hey, Amen. Well, preacher, I tell you, man, what you been eating today? Uh, a little bit of Chinese food. Oh, boy, I tell you, you sure on, you sure on the move, man. 
<laughs> Amen. Yes, sir. God bless you. You're right. Amen. And yes, sir. Uh, I, I, I thank you for those for that comment, and I'm sure others will add to it. But um, y'all, hold hold on hold on questions for a minute, and let me cover a little bit more here, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, again, um, the, let me give you two things that you will find involved in the threshing floor. Okay, the first one is trials. Okay, this is a place for, this is, it involves trials. In the threshing floor, there's trials for your life. There's trials for your life. There's trials. Trials for what? Um, The testing of your faith. The testing of your faith. Okay, so your your faith is going to be tried. Okay, Um, and it's going to be refined. Okay, it must be tested. It must be tested. If your faith is not tested, then you don't know what it's worth. There is, you don't know the value to it. You must be tested. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also it calls for um, suffering. Okay? Suffering. Okay? Testing and suffering. Okay? Here in the, the room that you're in before God, the threshing floor, um, it's, your faith is going to be tested. It's going to be tried, um, and you're going to be suffering. You're going to go through some suffering. Let's use some. Let's do some some case work here, or some examples in our local churches. Okay, there comes a time when um, maybe you are head of a the prayer band, or you're head of um, the kitchen ministry, you're head of um, um, the food pantry, or whatever ministry you head of, and or maybe you had a, whatever the case may be, and now um, one week or two months or maybe whatever, it's beautiful, things are going on, and everyone is working with you. And then the next week or two, it seems like no one is showing up. No one wants to come to your Saturday ministry that you're doing or Friday ministry that you're doing or whatever the case may be. Um, we have a good, we have a good um, meeting. We talk about um, we're going to do this and do that. And everyone has great um, voice in meetings. And and uh, when time to show up, no one is showing up. Um, or those who actually said they're going to do it, they're not doing it. And so now um, that's the testing of your faith, sir. That's the testing of your faith, man. God is testing your faith. You've been, you, you, you are, you're, you've been proving to see if you are still willing to stand. Um, you may not have the, um, the the funds to do what you want to do, and you thought um, being the head of this committee that someone is going to stand behind you because they had good words, and then, but you can't find them now. Okay, You don't know where they are now. They have a good talk, but there is no action behind it. God is testing mm-hmm. your faith. Don't you know that if, if two, three people walk away and don't help you do something, God could send one person from China and bless you with whatever you need to get something done. God, God is, but you gotta stay faithful. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta endure it. Okay, you don't know what a trash and fraud was like before you get there. You didn't know that you would have to suffer. You didn't know you were gonna have to give up some things. You don't know you have to cut down on your, on your going out um, snack, on your fast food eating. Um, all of that Burger King and McDonald's and KFC 
Um, when you add all of that up, that's a whole lot to put in the ministry of God. No one trying to tell you not to enjoy yourself, but we're talking about suffering in the threshing floor of God, suffering for the kingdom of God and coming forth as pure gold. That's what we're talking about. Are you willing? Are you truly willing to do that? Are you willing to go at the feet of Jesus? Are you willing to lay before Jesus? Are you willing to sit down and listen to his voice um, as he whispered in your ear, saying, it will be all right. Have no fear, because I am here. I will strengthen you. I start the work in you, and I'll end whatever I've begun inside of you. Are you willing to wait and hear the sound and the voice of the Lord? This is your treasure flow, my brothers and sisters. This is what you go through. I have a question here, though. Why did Boaz have to be down there, down there in the treasure floor? Why couldn't he um, have been in a flowery bed or somewhere beautiful and in the garden someplace? Okay. Um, why did he have to meet her there? Why did he have to go there? Why? Why did Christ have to go to the garden for you? Why did Christ have to give his life for you? Why did he have to go in the upper room with the Last Supper and to, and to face one of his own disciples who's going to betray him and sell him up? Why? Because he knows it was greater on the end. It seems small right here now, but it's greater on the end, brothers and sisters. If you stay mm-hmm. faithful and if you go through it, it's greater on the end. There Amen. is a reward there for you. Are you hearing me? There is a reward yeah. for us, my brothers. Don't Man. give, don't give up too quick. The moment you decide you're going to quit, that's that's the very second your blessing is supposed to start. Your ministry mm. would flourish. He Boaz had to go down there because he was the one who to redeem the person who was coming. He, he is a type of Jesus. Jesus didn't have to take his disciples into the garden. But he took them there um, with him, okay, and he went to pray, okay? He went to pray. And at the very spot, here's the suffering, here's the testing, at the very spot he took them, they left him. They ran from him. They walked away from him, okay? He had the power of just waving his hand and all of the soldiers falling to the ground, but he didn't do it, did he? No. no, he did not. He endured his suffering, okay? He endured the cross. He, in, he buried for us, okay? He went through it, and it was all night he went through it, just like Ruth here laid at his feet all night, okay? Mm-hmm. He suffered all night for us. Okay, are you seeing the picture now? Are you seeing it? Mm-hmm. He suffered all night for us, okay? Are you willing my brothers and sisters, are you willing to give him um, the best of your life? Some of us are in our, in our 40s, 50s, 60s, and, and God knows a little bit more up there. Um, uh, and, and so now this, we say, boy, I wish I could do this. Are you willing to give God the best of your life right now? Or are you willing to wait? Are you going to wait until you can't do anything else for the Lord, and then you want to come forward, I wish I could do this? No, now is the time. Mm-hmm. Now is the time. Do it now. And if I can encourage you, and if I can edify you, and if I can build you up, I am saying to you, my brothers and sisters, now is the time. The time for what? To arise from our sleeping place. Get up. Get up. Okay. We have went through. 
we we were in our trashing on our trashing floor. We received the command from the God from God, and He said, "Be strong and be courageous, and fear not, for I am with you." Um, we received those commandments from God. We received the word from the Lord Jesus Christ. So now, what must we do? Arise, 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 arise. What you stay where you are for um, for for another year or another um, two years? Would you stay where? I command you to arise. Get up from where you are. Get up from where you are. Get up from where you are. The same way that fear and 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 negative um, thoughts short-circuit our prayer, you short-circuit Satan's plan. Yes, you switch it around on him. Short-circuit his plan. Let him be confused. Don't know what to do. Satan Satan is so organized, um, many of us don't realize that he is on, he's an organized evil person, okay? Evil, evil, and he's organized. But we are so unorganized. Why can't we short-circuit his plan? Why can't we confuse him and have him waiting and just the, the same way we be from pillar to post and, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do it today. Let we ha- let us have him like that. I don't know if I'm going to mess with that Christian today. I don't, uh-uh, because he may short-circuit my plan. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome? I know it would be Amen. Awesome. So, 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 so why why did Boaz have to go down there? Because that's where um, um, the need was at. Okay, why couldn't he have um, been on gardens or flower beds um, where uh, and meet Ruth out there in the field in the daytime? No. Um, sin, likewise, Jesus had to go into the garden. Um, likewise, we have to go in, in our prayer closet. Same way, we have to spend time with God. Isolate yourself at times. Get away from the crowd. Get away from familiarity. Get away from customary. Get away from ideology. Move into an atmosphere where you're going to now, where your knees are going to be hurting because you knelt so long, where, where, where your back is going to be hurting because you bent over so long. Your elbows are hurting because you held up your chin with the palm of your hand and your elbow is on the ground for so long. Get away from familiarity. Get away from easy life and allow the Holy Spirit to overcharge your life. When you go in overdrive, overcharge in your life, you will forget you was kneeling on, 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 you forget you was on your knees. You forget you was laying on your face. Stretch out before God. And I, I, I just, I challenge my hearers and listeners tonight um, um, when you when we are done with this Bible study, you don't do what you have to do at home. Before you go to bed, lay before God. Or just get quiet and lay before the Lord. Just lay before Him, and 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 stay there for a while until He speaks to you. Try that. Try that. Even before you would go go to um, um, your Bible study on a Thursday night or a Tuesday night, lay before God. Don't don't just. I know some of us have to work and stuff like that. Well, that's a different if you have to work. Uh, you know, but if you don't have the work and you're at home, just just take an hour and lay before God before Bible study. Prepare yourself to meet Him on the threshing floor. Prepare yourself to meet Him at the altar. Prepare yourself to hear His voice. Challenge yourself to change your 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 motives or your behavior or your lifestyle. Change it. Challenge yourself to change it. I challenge you to do that. 
at China, and you will see a change in your life. You will see a change in your commitment to God and in walk with God. Oh, my Father, we're still just at the, at the second verse. Let's move on to the third verse because we can stay here forever. Mm-hmm. Amen. Are there any questions or any comments? Amen. If not, let's go to verse number three. He said, wash yourself, therefore, and anoint yourself, and put on your best clothes, and go down to the threshing floor. But listen to this. But do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. I know your Bible reader lives different, okay? Uh-huh. So, just say, okay, go down there. The first thing we we see uh, needs to be done is you have to wash yourself. Naomi said, wash yourself. So uh-huh. the first thing Ruth had to do was to wash herself. The uh-huh. second thing was to anoint herself. And then the third thing was to put on her best clothes. Each uh-huh. of these acts are quite common in the Old Testament, and each is interpreted for us into the New Testament. Okay, when we deal with wash yourself, okay, um, it is being washed with the word, with the water of the word, Ephesians 5 and 26. You may want to jot that down so you can go back and read it, um, Ephesians 5 and 26, okay? Um, it means to examine yourself by the word um, mm. and allowing it to govern your attitudes. Ah, yes, sir, yes, sir. And, and, and it, it would govern your attitudes, your motives, and your desires. Are you hearing me? When Amen. when you when the word of God washes you, okay, it examines it examines you, it, it it governs your attitude, it governs your motives, it governs your desires. Okay? Um in times of testing, the word of God is, is a light to our path. It is there it it's directing us, it's comforting us. We are able to lean back on the word of God and see what he is saying. That's wash yourself. Okay, wash yourself. And then in the New Testament, he said, anoint yourself. Always speak of the enabling of the Holy Spirit, the, the, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 5 and 18 tells us to be filled or to be controlled, to be filled or be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Okay, this is very crucial. This is crucial for us when we um being refined, when we are in, in the in the presence of God. Allow the Holy Spirit to, to control us and to govern us. Don't be too hasty to get up. Don't be too um um hurry to rush and rush through a prayer. Father in the name of Jesus, blah 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 blah. Amen. Don't be too hurry for that. Take your time and 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 and, and, and sit before the Lord and conversate with him. Take your time and and talk to your God. Take your time and appreciate your God. Amen, somebody. So, Amen. So, so, so that Ephesians 5 and 18 tells us that the anointing part of ourselves is allowing the Holy Spirit to empower us to control our life. And then the putting on of our best clothes, it speaks of a righteous life. A righteous life. We clothe ourselves with righteousness. I hope you all are receiving it. And if I'm going too fast, just say, "Hey, slow down." But I, I'm, I'm in my groove right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we grooving with you. 
There you go. There you go. Okay, so when you when you put on your best clothes, it's talking about um, the, a righteous life, living a right life before God, doing it the right way, not in your own thoughts or your own way, but doing it God's way. Mm-hmm. Revelation 19 and 8 says, It was given to her to clothe herself in fine linen, for the fine linen is the righteous act of the saints. Okay, this is the... This is only possible, though, when we first go through the first two steps. The first two steps, number one, is to wash ourselves, then to anoint ourselves, and then the righteous living would come after that. You cannot live righteous if you are not anointed in God, if the Holy Spirit is not empowering you. You are not empowered if you do not wash yourself and cleanse yourself. So you have to go from one step to another step, to another step. You don't put um, the cart before the horse because you'll find yourself going backwards. Amen, Amen. somebody. Amen. Amen. So this is very important. So, again, um, those are the three steps. First, wash yourself, okay? Two, anoint yourself. Three, put on the best clothing. And may I say again, my brothers and sisters, that in washing yourself is being You've been washed with the word of God, according to Ephesians 5 and 26, in anointing yourself. It always speaks about the enabling power of the Holy Spirit, according to Ephesians 5 and 18. And then about putting on your best clothes. They talk about um, the righteous life, your righteous living, clothing yourself with righteousness. Amen. Um, Amen. So that is important. And that's, that's a nutshell of Verse 3, verse 3. So now it takes us to verse 4, and, and we'll do 4 and 5 together. Uh-huh. Okay, um, 4 and 5 together. It says, and it shall be when he lies down. Watch the command. Watch the statement now. Uh-huh. This is going to trigger you into your relationship in church. Here's, here's the next. And it shall be when he lies down that you shall notice, okay, you shall notice the place where he lies. Take note of where your leader stands. Take note of what he is doing. You have to notice this. Uh You have to see what he's doing. The disciples walked with Jesus three and one-half years, okay? And they, when he was leaving, uh, they had the right to go out and start their own ministry because they walked with Jesus. They walked with God. But they took note and they followed he, what he said. He said, go and tarry in Jerusalem until he be endured with power from on high. Acts 1 and 8. And after the Holy Ghost come upon you, you know, you all know we had it last night in Bible study. You should be my witnesses. To, to be witness, the Holy Ghost have to come on you first. Okay? So here, number one, again, um, you see a process. You see a process. The process is that you take notice. You have to pay attention. Don't just come to church and don't pay attention. Be watchful. See what the Holy Spirit is doing. Why am I here today? What is my purpose of being here, Father? Why did I wake up this morning to be in church? Why am I in this man's meeting? Why am I in this leadership meeting? What does my leaders have to say to me? Take notice. Grab hold of what is being said. That's 
what he she said. And it shall come, it shall be when he lies down that you shall notice the place where he lies, and you shall go and uncover his feet and lie down. Don't do nothing else. Uh-huh. Don't try to change what he what is happening. Just uncover his feet and lie down. The word uncover here means um, settle yourself and and get humble. Uncover is to get is to make yourself plain. When you uncover something, you expose it. It doesn't mean to uncover his feet naturally. A lot of people teach that, oh, um, there must be his own stuff to know. This is symbolic to the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, humble yourself. Uncover yourself. Take off that clothing that you think is you. Take off your own apparel and get before the Lord. Somebody got to decide, didn't you? Amen. Lay before the Lord. Okay, Lose yourself. And, you know, and, and while you are there, while you're uncovering his feet, okay, mm-hmm. you are at the lowest part of his body. Hallelujah, mm-hmm. somebody. You are the lowest part. Amen. He's to, he's to trample over you and walk over you as a leader. It means that that's the foundation. Are you all with me? The, uh, the feet is the foundation. It holds the body mm-hmm. up. It keeps me in the body. It gives strength and ligaments in the body. It gives direction. The the body can't go no place if there's no feet to carry. You may go in a wheelchair, but if someone don't have a feet to push you, you ain't going to hold someone there. They get motors these days. Uh God bless you. Someone has to have motors. But but, uh, when you uncover his feet, this is what he's saying. Um, get to the lowest part of his body. Don't try to sit in the highest seat. Don't try to be uh-huh. his, to wipe his face. I see a lot of people, oh, I got to get on the side of the pastor. I get in with the pastor, with the pastor, wife, uh-huh. or oh, this one. I know I got it made. The devil uh-huh. is a liar. Okay? Uh-huh. And I, I told a lot of people, I'm not a handicap. I don't need no one to wipe my face. If anyone wipe my face, it's going to be my wife. Amen. Amen. And how I feel about that. Amen. So you, you don't, you don't, you get to the lowest part. Don't try to show yourself up. Don't try to make yourself look so big and mighty. Don't try to to convince nobody. You know, don't 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 give the best offering to be saying. Give the best offering to bless the ministry. Amen. Okay? And when you give it only you, God, and those who recorded know that you give it. Amen. Somebody. Amen. Uh, so so it says here that. Um, um, okay, where was that? Um, you should go and uncover his feet and lie down. When you lie down, it's a sign of rest. Are you following me? We, now we have the next word from refined to rest. Okay, you at a at a place of rest. After you don't work in the field all day, after you don't go home and take that um, um, to your mother-in-law and take it to your family, and she and she don't give you instructions to go to the floor because the same man who provides for you early is going to be there, and this is what you must do. Okay, now you want to rest, my brothers and sisters. Now you want to take it easy. You want to you just rest. Then he will tell you what you should do. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you all following the word of God tonight? Yes. Tell yes. You yes. don't tell the man who you do. You don't tell him what, what must be done. You don't tell your leader what to then he will tell you what you're going to do. He will, because he is the visionary of God, and God has him 
in that position. God has him in that place to do what? To bring redemption, to redeem Ruth. So God has us in a place so that our salvation can be secure. And so we can, that's the reason why the Bible said, and woe unto the pastor that, that do what? Ooh, I don't have no one yet. Did the pastor do what? It's getting my flock, okay? That they're destroying, okay? That means that our attention and our focus uh, is to our leaders, not into the flesh of that leader, but into the God in that leadership, okay? And we are to, to just rest, and we are to be depending upon the word which coming from him. We are to rely upon the instructions that come from we not just we should not take it as just good words or was a good nugget. What nugget are you talking about? Ain't no McDonalds or Burger King here. Okay, you want nugget, go to them places for it. Okay. But this is the instructions of God. This is the word of God. You you absorb it like a sponge. You intake it. You inhale it. You let it infuse in your body. You let it magnify through Hello? your lifestyle. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. And, and, so, and so you, you allow it to, you allow God to be your leader. You allow your leader to lead you where he's supposed to go. Listen to what it says. Then he shall tell you what to do. And she said to her, all that you say I will do. All mm-hmm. that you say I will do. I'm not going to leave anything. I'll do everything. See, mm-hmm. see Ruth, Ruth had to cast herself at Boaz's feet. She didn't know what would happen. <laughs> she didn't know um, what would take place. She really didn't know. But she knew one thing. She had to cast herself at it. At it. She needs to be there. She needs to be in the trashing room on the trashing floor. She needs to be there. Ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like you really need to be before the Lord? You yes. Ever felt, I mm-hmm. just, I, oh, my God, I just need to get before him. Um, yes. Um, I, I'm, I'm, you're going through a time of testing, and, and you just don't know what to do. All you can do is um, cast yourself before the Lord, and, and, and you, you may share with, even with your pastor, you may share with some other leaders in the church, but it seems like they don't know how to help you. And and everything you say, it's like, yeah, and they say something, you say, yeah, 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 but it's always a but, a but. You know why? Because you need to cast yourself at the feet of Jesus. You huh. need to lay there for yourself. I don't have words for you. The pastor don't have words for you. The bishop, the apostle, the prophet, they don't have words. They could only say, that said the Lord so far. But then Jesus himself, he said, come on to me all eat that are labor and are heavy laden. And I will do what? I will give you rest. rest. Okay. rest. We're well, going to get rest at the feet of Jesus. At the feet of Jesus. You get rest at the feet of Jesus. When you mm-hmm. lay at the feet of Jesus, you will get rest. Okay? Don't be too Amen. fast to get up. Don't be too fast to move. Don't be too 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 eager to say, you got a word from the Lord. I got to get up and give this word. Stay at the feet of Jesus. Ah. Stay at the feet of Jesus. My mm-hmm. God. Uh, he knows that we, we were studying on last night about the signs in the church and stuff when, when the Apostle Paul spoke to the sorcerer and said, thou wicked child and wicked of the devil, and, and you will be blind, you wouldn't be seen for so many days. We found out that um, 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 during that time, there were no um, Bible for Paul to read. There were no um, scripture for you to read, but the Holy Spirit spoke out of him and came into him and speak through him. He could have mm-hmm. very well said, well, this is what Peter said. He could have said, well, this is what 
um, I, I, I heard this person saying, or Stephen said this back there in the fifth chapter. Or you remember what Ananias, this is what God did to them. He could, no, but he didn't have no writing. There was no Bible written back then. There was, the New Testament was not written as yet. So he allowed the Holy Ghost to, to use him and speak to him, and the signs magnify through him and wonders. And as a result, people, many people came to the Lord because they saw what was happening. Even the governor, the governor who was in charge of the people came to the Lord. What I am saying, my brothers and sisters here, and that is in the 12th chapter of Acts, if you want to know, that's the 12th chapter of Acts. And what I am saying here, no, I'm sorry, the 13th chapter of Acts. What I'm saying is that when you lay at the feet of Jesus, when you when you plan to do everything that he asks you to do, that your leader asks you to do, don't leave some of the things up. Don't decide, well, my leader said I'll do this, but I'm you know, I'll do this this set and I wouldn't do that. I don't think I should do that. Well, I'll do this bit here. And I think this one is okay. Well, you know, kinda of so no. All that you ask me or all that you said to me, I will do. Excellent. and then because I know it's of the Lord. The Ruth had faith and confidence that what what Naomi was saying to her was fact, was 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 good, was the right thing to do. First thing, Naomi didn't give her no bad instructions. She said, "Wash yourself, anoint mm-hmm. yourself, and put on your best, and then take notice of where he's gonna be at. And then uh, when he done eat and he's drunken and he lie down, go and lie at his feet and un- uncover his feet and lie there." And nothing else. That that's all. And oh. he would tell you what to do. He would tell you where you must go. He would tell you what's the what's the ministry um, for you. What you're gonna be doing in the ministry. You don't go and tell him this is it. This is what I want to do. Then God don't need him as a leader. <laughs> God don't need him as a leader. Well, you see, you see, I had an encounter. With, and I, you know, this thing bothers me sometimes. People come. I had an encounter with the Holy Ghost. Okay, let's hear what the encounter was. And um, I heard it last year. I heard it the year before, and the other year before, and the other year before. And there had no changes. Nothing took place. Ah. You give the you give them the opportunity to do something, and after two three weeks, it's like you don't hear about it no more. Uh, stay at the feet of Jesus. Get the instructions from him, and he will tell you what to do. Hallelujah. Are there any questions? Mm. No question, but certainly a comment. Comments, comments. Yes, we certainly need this tonight because if you, you, I, you, you, Ruth, she humbled herself. She humbled this. You know, the way to honor is humility. To way, the way up is to humble ourselves before the Lord. And you you hit on so much things that us as pastors, I wish the whole congregation were listening so they could hear these things because we are living in a time that we are letting everything distract us from hearing what God is saying to us through our leaders. If it, if it I would do it, but I don't see it like that. If Joshua were like that with Moses, God would never qualify him to be what he should have been. So we need to understand, you, you talk about the feet, your body sits on your feet, the feet is used. 
Well, God knew what he's saying when he said in Jeremiah 3.15, I'll give you pastors after my own heart. This should feed you with knowledge and with understanding. Now are you willing to accept and receive what God has given you? Ruth stayed right there. She didn't move. She stayed right there. Hmm. Oh, yeah, she could have got up, but she stayed right there. So you hit on a lot of things in that. And I'm sure there's others out there, other pastors, that are jumping up, clapping their hands, maybe slapping both feet together because you're saying it. And I appreciate you, son. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Bishop. God bless you, sir. Um, Do we have another person? Anyone wish to further comments before I move on? If not, let us let's continue, please. Um, let's go down to verse six and seven, and let's try. We almost could wrap this up. Um, verse six and seven. Okay, now we're going to see. Now she had instructions. She did what her mother-in-law told her. Okay, now she's in the place of refining. She's in that place now. She's she she left the mother-in-law house, um, place of comfort. She left the mother-in-law's place of comfort. Now she is in a, a new territory. She's in some place that she's never been before. Saints of God, take this spiritually, not just as a story. She's in a place you've never been before. God will take you out of your comfort zone and put you someplace that you've never been before to see how you're going to respond, how you're going to accept what the, the challenge that is before you. That's what God is like. God, and God he's, he's not about just giving you something easy. He's, he's, sometimes he will take things away from you. You work, you might work all your life. And at the end, well, I shouldn't say all your life, you know, you, you, all your adult life, and teenage and adult, and then when time for retirement, um, um, find out that um, you get embezzled. Nothing is there for you. God wants to see, are you going to depend on him now? Are you going to trust him? Are you really going to trust him? Um, you're supposed to get his vacation paid, and it didn't happen. Are you going to trust him? Okay. You, 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 you're supposed to get a raise on the job. It didn't happen. Are you going to trust God? God put you in places that you have to depend upon him. You must depend upon God. As Christians, it is more than putting on a dress or a pants, necktie, whatever, um, whatever gender you may be, it's more than just that, okay? It is more than that, but it is knowing God. It's a relationship with him. It's a relationship with him, and wherever he asks you to go, whatever he asks you to do, you do it. All that you ask me to do, I will do. I will not renege. I will not back up. I will not think about it. I will do it because my sheep knows my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. When you know the voice of God, you don't have to say, I wonder if he or she is talking to me right. I wonder if he or she knows what they say. If you know the voice of God, if you know the voice of God, if you know the voice of God, then you don't have to have second thoughts. Now she is into the place of refining. And so we go to verse 6 and 7. So she went down to the threshing floor and did 
according to all that a mother-in-law had commanded her. She didn't change anything. Why is it that we are so quick to change from the instructions that were given to us by our leaders or in the house of God? And the leaders is not only um, um, the pastor, the bishop. The leaders are all of those who are in leadership. Anytime you sit in a leadership meeting from um, your senior leader or the leader that is over your pastor, you are a leader. And you ought to have the spirit of your leader. And if your if your if your leader gives instructions, godly instructions, then you ought to practice giving godly instructions also. If you if your leader is following that of God, then you ought to follow godly instructions from your leader also. She did all, not some. So she went down to the threshing floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law had commanded her. When Boaz had eaten and drunk. And his heart was merry. He went to lie down at the end of the heap of the grain, and she came secretly or quietly and uncovered his feet and did what? Lie down. That's it. Father, I am here. You didn't tell me to move this or move that. You said, come unto me, bring my burdens to you, bring my cares unto you, Whatever, just bring it. And I, so here am I, Lord. Here it is. I'm not trying to fix anything. I don't. I'm, I'm not going to try to fix it, God. I'm bringing it to you. So you're going to have to fix it. She was. She was. Ruth was unsure how the event was going to turn out. Okay. She was. She was. She was unsure. Okay, but she followed Naomi's advice. You're not sure what's going to happen, but follow your pastor's advice. And I am, I'm, I'm stressed on this because this is what the Word of God is saying. Follow your pastor's advice. She, 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 the advice was to go and lay on the floor and lay there at his feet. Okay? Uh, 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 notice, and notice here that a treasure floor is always the lowest point. It is down there. It is. It is the place of trial um, that it, it actually that refines our faith that I was talking about earlier. Um, it's a place that that it, that John the Baptist speak about. John the Baptist said, "I must decrease, so he must increase." Must increase. Yeah. Uh, so when you get at that lower place, you're decreasing who you are, so he can increase, increase. in you. Holy mm-hmm. Spirit, Amen. My God, my God. He's not going to increase in you if you're already up there. Ah. If, you ex, if you humble yourself, he will exalt you. You, you took the words out of my mouth. Well, bless the Lord. I'm glad it was there for me to get. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but, but you humble yourself. God will exalt you. Get 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 at his feet. Five and six. When you Amen. walk inside, when you walk in the sanctuary in the church, just visualize it as Jesus in the church. You, Jesus is there with you. You with Jesus, and he he has some counseling for you. He has some word for you. It's not who's on your left, who's on your right. It's not who's behind you, but it's just Jesus. It's just Jesus. And even during 
doing praise and worship, you're not saying those who don't praise him, but you're saying Jesus. You're mm-hmm. worshiping unto Jesus. You mm-hmm. cannot separate praise and worship and the giving of offering and tithe and testimony and, and the preaching of the word. You cannot separate them. They're all the service, the worship session for that time. If you sure. say, well, we're going to go into another part of the service now no. and take up the offering with everyone good partake, everyone's supposed to take part of all the service, not just sure. the giving of offering. Let's change that for that statement that we be making in church. Uh, everyone could be a part of this now. You didn't do this. No, that the devil is a liar. Amen. Every part of the service is important. Every part of the service, one part of the service may be the eyes of Jesus. The other part mm-hmm. may be the mind of Jesus. The other part may be the tongue of Jesus. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes. Every part of the service is important. So when you get in, the, in church, when you get in the presence of God, look to see to see Jesus. Lord, it's all about you right now. I, uh-huh. Everything about me is at your feet. Uh-huh. I, I may not know the song they're singing, but my spirit is worshiping you. Uh-huh. Someone get up to share a testimony. Lord, I, the, the testimony that he or she is sharing, let it be um, um, edification to me, God. Let let yeah. something out of it. Let me draw something out of it. And if it's mm-hmm. nothing drawn for you, that Lord, I appreciate us or him giving this testimony because someone over there received it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you build, you build it, you build, you build it up that way. So she went down to the threshing floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law commanded her. When Boaz had eaten and drunk. And his heart was merry. He went to lie down at the end of the heap of the grain. Okay, and um, and she came in secretly and uncovered his feet. And I said she didn't know what was going to happen. She didn't know, you know, whether he was going to get mad or get upset. But she knows she had to. She had to humble herself. She had to decrease herself. She had to get rid of all of those ifs and what if he this and that. He he couldn't. She couldn't think about that. She had to just trust in what her mother-in-law said. Trust in what God said through your pastor. Trust it. Take it for the value of it. When you trust your pastor, your life speaks volume. Mm-hmm. When you trust the man of God, when you trust what he is saying, especially when you know that he is walking in God, let me say to you, your life speaks volumes with God. You become one of his that he can trust on and trust in. Verse number eight. Verse number eight. Now we're going to talk about the resting part, the resting part. And it happened in the middle of the night, or by midnight, that the man was startled, or your Bible, one part might say um, he was, what, afraid? Verse number eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and bend forward. Okay, read it from your from your King James self so that you can be you can walk with me. Let's go. And We're it, almost done with this. And it came to pass at midnight mm-hmm. that the man was afraid and turned himself, and behold, a woman lay at his feet. Okay, so so what what is here? The word afraid here means he was startled. He was like, oh my God, where did she come from? You know, some of that nature startled. Okay, not that she that he was afraid because he, this was Boaz you're talking about. 
Okay. Right. Okay, so he wasn't afraid. It was like, wh- why was it so sad? Okay, well, first of all, the middle of the night simply means by midnight. Okay, so she was there from, from, from early evening until midnight. Can't you picture that? Waiting, 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 not getting tired. Maybe in her heart, I mean, she might have said, why don't this man hurry up, wake up, you know? <laughs> because, <laughs> we, you know, hurry up and redeem me. Hurry up and, uh-huh. and, and get it over with. But she waited. Believe you me, there's going to come a time you must wait. Yeah, surely. Yeah. How long, I don't know. I don't Amen. know. Amen. But you have to wait. And you're in the midst of your trial and in, on the traction floor while you're waiting. Okay. He may be asleep, but he's still in control. Amen. No, no, no. Uh, yes, sir. He, he may Amen. be asleep, but he's still in control. And mm-hmm. the disciples on the ship. Amen. <laughs> he, he was still in control. Okay. And, and, and God often, he often seems sleep in our lives when, when, Things are happening, you know, the big ordeal in our lives. It seems like God is not there. But he is yes. a sweet friend. He is still there. Amen. Okay? And there will always come a time in our lives. There will always come a time in our lives when we have to trust in God, when we have to trust in God, and we have to rely upon him. And even Amen. in our waiting and in our process of waiting, in our waiting and our process of waiting, there's some things that we have to do. Amen. Still works. <laughs> and 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 especially and not only work, but we have to now we have to the the instructions that were, were given to us, mm-hmm. like Naomi give to Ruth. We have to carry those instructions out. Amen. And if it is not to do anything, then don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be the pastor when you are the doorkeeper. All right. Amen, somebody. Amen. amen. I'm only hearing one amen there. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Oh, God. Amen. Oh, God. Oh, God. Let, me, let me pause for a second and ask, are there any questions or any comments? Yeah, yeah, I yes, let more. me make a quick comment there. Go ahead, sir. If, if, if you ever thought about or think about um, God giving confirmation, here it is tonight, ma'am. Sir, confirmation. A uh, few few weeks ago in morning prayer, and uh, on Sunday morning prayer at six o'clock, and I started praying, asking God to take me into a place with Him that I've never been. Mm-hmm. And after praying that, then I started praying it for the saints. I asked God to take the saints, and maybe some of these that are here tonight are listening. They can bear witness to it. Take us into a place we've never been. We hear much about Boaz, and Boaz was a type of Christ. And you ask why did this and why did why did Christ do the thing? Because he loved us. Why did Boaz went after? Because Boaz loved Ruth. The church today, this is Ruth, and Jesus loved the church. So there's things that Ruth had to go through. Uh-huh. Amen. Boaz know it, but. Stuff that she had to go through to meet the spec that he wanted. Mm. And the thing that the church got to go through to meet the spec that God wanted. Because he's not going to just take anything. And we have so many people these days think that we can give God anything. Yes. 
and he will accept it. But it's not so. If we're not willing to humble ourselves, submit, and obey, we are going to miss what God has for us. Thank you, sir. Amen. And and may I also say that it paid off. It, it pays off for Ruth by following instruction, and it will pay off for you by following instruction. You will receive a reward. You will receive what you have never had before because you follow instructions of, of God through your leader. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's drop down to verse number 12, um, 9 through 12. Okay. And he said, who are you or who are thou? Who are you? She answered, I am Ruth, your maid. So spread your covering over your maid. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. For you are a close relative. Then he said, may you be blessed of the Lord, my daughter. You have shown your last kindness to me better than the first by not going after young man, whether mm. poor or rich. Mm. And now, my daughter, do not fear, for I will do for you whatever you ask. For all my people in the city know that you are a woman of virtue or excellence. Wow. Good mm. God Almighty. Amen. That, if that don't send you the glory, nothing's going to send you the glory. Amen. <laughs> well, I'm on my way. <laughs> Ooh, Lord of mercy. Let's, 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 let's kind of dissect this and, and break this down, okay? Um, Boaz was amazed at her commitment. Um, he was like, oh, my God. Um, um, you have, I've heard, and I'm paraphrasing, you have taken care of your mother-in-law down in, in, in Moab, and your journey from Moab all the way back here. And you have been good to her. You follow her instructions. And um, I know she's her who sent you here um, because you didn't have the teaching. You could always know a person who has a true pastor or a leader because he or she has the teaching. Exemplify the teaching of that person. Amen. You, said, you remember Amen. when the night when Jesus was being crucified? And Peter was around the fire warming himself up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, the one of the women said, you are one of them. One of them, yes. <laughs> and then uh, the other like, person came and said, yeah, you look like and your speech betrayed you. Mm. Something about you, you cannot be around your anointing and mm. it doesn't rub off on you. Amen. You cannot be around holiness and don't shape like holiness. Mm-hmm. You can't be around righteousness and you don't walk righteous. If you be around it and you and you and you're not actually becoming it, that means you're not following instructions. You're not at your feet. You're not doing all that you was asked to do. Mm-hmm. You might be in the room, but you want to have the high seats in the high place. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, speak tonight. Good God Almighty. Amen. <laughs> when you when you follow what God asks you to do. He would turn around and have a dialogue with you. Yes. And his dialogue would yes, be like, I will do whatever you want it done. Me to do. Whatever I you know where you want me to go. Yeah. 
I feel excited right now. When you commit to the ways of God, yes, Lord. when you walk through the process, when you go through the mm. refining, you go mm. through your testing, you can now rest, my brothers and sisters. Mm. You can now rest. And while you're resting, you're not working, you're receiving your reward. Oh, God almighty. Oh, if y'all was here now, I would have thrown my hands around y'all and hug all y'all. This is so sweet. <laughs> when, when, when you follow the instructions of God and you yes. don't try to have a microwave relationship. Amen. And you go through the, even in a microwave relationship, it's, it's a trying time. Because when you put that popcorn in that microwave, uh, you hear plop, plop. Plop, plop. It's not easy for those corns to be popping. Mm. But eventually, once those corns are popped and those are plopped out, and you take that bag out of that microwave, oh, my God, and you open that bag, what a smell you have in your nostrils. Mm. It now can feed you. You can, you can be fed by it. it. You can give others a part of it. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you just came out of that microwave. You just came out of a heat. You just came out of pressure. And that's what the story is about tonight. Go through your pressure. Mm-hmm. If you can't, pressure is good for anybody. Are you hearing me? Pressure is Man. good for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What pressure is like? Pressure is like, do I stand and follow instructions? Or do I go down the road? Uh, there's other mega church or there's other people who are doing this stuff mm. and all that. It looks like this. Pressure. That's what pressure is. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would stand. I would be committed. Yeah. Go oh, by the way, we had, and you might say we had um, sales on yesterday, and we would do our fundraisers, and we probably only had got two dinners sold, but we got two of this sold. Um, I, ain't, I ain't gonna bother with that no more. That's pressure, honey. Uh, uh, That's uh, pressure. Uh, uh. That's uh. pressure. I, I'll, I'll go. Esther say, I must see the case. It was unlawful for a woman to go into the presence of the king. But as I say, if I perish, let me perish. Amen. But I must be the king. Mm-hmm. God Almighty. Are there any questions? Are there any comments? Because it's eight fifty-five right now, and I do want to. I want to start. If you want me to go on, I can go on. I'm not lazy. <laughs> but um, um, are there any questions? Well, you said you don't want to give us all at one time, so. You did an excellent job tonight. Very good. I just pray that there are more church people listening to this so that they can get in gear with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Well, again, we thank all of you for being a part of our study tonight. And and if anyone came in late, um, just to remind you to let you know that this is an external ministry of Faith Chapel, Senate Apostolic Ministry, and that is we are one church in two locations. Our headquarters are located in New York. The address up there is 1119 Joseph Avenue, Rochester, New York, 14621, and their phone number there is 585-270-4861. And our presiding bishop, Bishop Samuel White, Jr., is our senior pastor and Bible teacher up there, along with the staff and members. 
Um, they have a, a variety of ministries that you can be blessed by. So you may want to call the church and get some more information. Again, that number is 585-270-4861. Our second location is in the central Georgia area. Um, we meet at 304 Murphy Street, Midville, Georgia, and the zip down here is 30441. You may want to call 478-206-2091 for more information. Also, a reminder of our upcoming um, fundraising event that we have for our church. Um, it's being presented by the Robinson Grove Missionary Baptist Church, um, Highway 56, Midville, Georgia. Um, presents a pre-Mother's Day program um, March, I'm sorry, May 7, 2016, at 3 p.m. in the evening. And that program will be featuring our presiding bishop and along with the Faith Chapel Praise and Worship Singers. Also on that program would be the Gospel Tones out of Midville, Georgia, and the Resurrection Gospel Singers out of Millen, Georgia. Um, we would appreciate if you come and be a part of us and um, help us financially as well as um, whatever you can do for us. We appreciate that. Looking forward for our new temple dedication in the month of July. We're working steadily on to that and keep us in prayer. There are still some more items that we are in need of. And the best result to do is if you would send us a financial donation, that would be great. You're going to make checks make it out to Zenith Apostolic Ministry. And if you're going to mail it to us, it will be mailed at 400, please write this address down, 400 Murphy Street, Midville, Georgia, 34470. 34470. What's, what's the zip code? 30441. I'm sorry, 30441. I'm thank God for my, for my um, helpmate. She look at me and say, what zip code are you giving, son? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's the, the the address is 400 Murphy Street, 400 Murphy Street, Midville, Georgia, 30441. <clears throat> really would appreciate your blessing. I don't care how small or great it is, we are in need of it. Again, thank you for your blessing. Thank you for being a part of our study tonight, and we look forward in seeing you very, very soon. Blessings, and have Amen. a good night. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.